What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a new year of the Pals Podcast. Year two. I'm your co-host, George Boussalis. And I'm your other co-host, Ricky Liorti. And uh, it's just us this week. I thought you were going to take that one. <laughs> oh, no, I thought you were taking it. That's why. <laughs> it's just us this week, guys. Uh, a year later, 80-some episodes later, 88, 87. Um, we're still here, and we have some big stuff for this year. So we just took, a time, took the time to chat, the two of us, and share some feedback with you guys. Hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, and that's it, Rick. Yeah. We'd like to give a shout out to our new presenting sponsor, Cottage Springs. Uh, if you guys haven't heard about them, they're a local Canadian company that's headquartered in downtown Toronto. All their beverages are less than 100 calories, gluten-free, sugar-free as well. Uh, so they make amazing vodka waters, vodka sodas. They're available at the LCBO, so make sure you check it out. It's been our drink all summer long, all winter. Uh, so it's been great that we've been able to partner with this brand. And now they're our new presenting sponsor. So make sure you check it out. Follow them on Instagram as well at Cottage Springs. And Georgie. First one of the year. What do we say? LFG. Let's go. It's your pals. Just the two of us, you and I. <laughs> I got some energy. Rick, how you doing, buddy? I'm great. We just did a nice little cleanup in the studio, a little spring cleaning yeah. in January. As a uh, new year, new us, baby. As as a, uh, I think I said that at the very last episode, the very first episode too. <laughs> new year, same us. Um, as somebody in the cleaning in the cleaning industry, a cleaning professional, if you will, looking at this office, even though we just moved in here two months ago, it was getting very cluttered. You guys can't see it. You see the good side. Um, but yeah, we just cleaned it and I just feel so happy right now. It just looks, so, look, looks nice, really open. Feels good. Anyways, hope everyone's having a, had a great start to the new year's new year. Great holidays. Happy, happy new year's. Happy new year. For happy all of holidays. our day one, day one listeners. Yeah. Happy anniversary to our day one listeners. When do we start this episode? I think January 17th, I think. January 15th. No. I don't know. Oh, oh, I think it's January 15th or 17th. One, something like that. Okay. So almost the year anniversary. Yes. So we started this one year ago. This mic is really bothering me. I don't know what the hell. Well, yeah, one year ago we started the idea. Actually, you know what? We haven't f told the full story in a little while, but What do you mean? Uh how how this podcast started for some of our recent listeners. We've got a lot of new listeners, new subscribers in the last couple months. So Sorry, yes, sure. Um this idea started last year while me and Georgie were in Florida. Mm -hmm. Um and it actually started as a New Year's resolution. We wanted to try something new. And we also wanted a way to make sure that we hung out at least once a week in person. Yep. And now it's funny enough because we see each other probably like three to four times a week. Yeah. At Just some points it was like six days a week. Yeah. At some points in it was a little, of the year, little, a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it started off as just a way Regular to do something new, try different, uh, you know, different media and, uh, and step out of our comfort zones. And here we are a year later, we've turned this New Year's resolution into a nice small little business. Side hustle. Side, yes, yeah, nice side hustle, yeah. Like, like almost that. a business, still kind of a side hustle. Not really. Yeah, okay. I'd we would it. starve if we were just doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to Rick's point, like we, were, we said, um, everyone obviously, well, I guess everyone knows us, but we, Ricky and I have known each other for over a decade now, and we've done a lot of things together over that time. But we just assume that naturally as people get older, you kind of, like you drift apart. You just don't have as much time because you have other priorities. You have to work out, look after your career. You got to look after your eventual family and, and all these things, right? So um, you get less time for like hanging out with buddies. 
as I'm sure anyone who's married or has kids, anyone listening probably can attest to this, but we just figured let's be proactive um, like we try to do in most situations and say, how do we get ahead of this? So that's how this started. We were just like sitting in, I think in Fort Myers, just, I think it was before, just before New Year's. Yeah, like we, a couple we of days were sitting at, at that little round table in my parents' kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing by Monopoly yeah, or something. Yeah. Monopoly deal. Yeah, and we said, let's do it as a hobby. And we just said one, this people know for sure, one episode a week for 52 weeks. But we definitely blew past that mark. I think the turning point, like when it went from like a hobby to something, okay, maybe we can make something out of this was like, Actually, what time, would you say it was? Around the time of Donovan. Um, I don't even know. To be honest, like when we got Eric Radford first, I was like, holy shit, an Olympic gold medalist is coming like to my condo to record this. This is nuts. But, uh, and even Jonathan Osario, who like came early on right before the TFC season started and then it got and right canceled. Before, right before COVID. Yeah. yeah. But I think Donovan Bailey coming on and saying yes was like, shit, we could maybe do something with this. I would agree with you, yeah. yeah. Donovan Bailey and, like, Penny Alexiak, those kind of yeah. two moments. And then the, the Carlin Domi thing, that's when it Recently, was Recently, like, well, and then we got the studio, which, yeah. like, we've, you know, we didn't, again, we didn't need this space. Um, but we just figured, you know what, let's lean into it. <laughs> Funny, like, I don't even know how we thought of this or how to get this, but it actually, I think, has been one of the best things we've done. We haven't probably utilized as much as we could no, not, or not should. Um, you know, we got, this is for our, for the podcast primarily, but also for our startup. And, and once we got it for our startup, the rules went back into place of like no working in offices that you don't like not, that aren't a necessity or essential service. Technically our space is a studio. And from my understanding, studios were allowed. So we were, we were okay. But yeah, that's why I feel like we haven't maximized this full potential, but it's nice that we have it. But people have started to notice it more too. And like, even all the little things we do, you know, when we had Shep in here, DJing, so many people mess with me like, that was so cool. You know, it's, again, we're just kind of average Joes and we've got this beautiful spot. Again, shout out Anthony Ricciardi, designed this whole kind of layout, mural, whatever you want to call yeah. it. And it, it's a, you walk into it and everyone's like, wow, this is a sick little spot you have. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people, and they walk in, I, someone came recently before, before Shep's episode and they saw the space and they basically said like, this is very, Carlin. She was like this, because, you know, she's like, she's obviously worked in the media space in New York and all that stuff. And when we got this studio, we always said we wanted something that feels like a representation of us. Yeah. But like, but also like feels like a creative space, like a studio, something old, you know, brick and beam type feel. And, you know, we stumbled upon this and even though we didn't need it and it's always easy to rationalize something after and convince yourself you need it. It just felt like we needed to do it just because of the space, the vibe, the whole aesthetic of it. It felt like it. Like, it felt like it was us, right? You can see the CN Tower from here. So I was like, you know what? We don't really need this, but, like, should we pass this opportunity up? And I do think that the studio has helped in, in various ways. Well, one thing we used to say a lot on the podcast that we don't say as much anymore is fake it till you make it. Like, at, near the beginning, <laughs> we were saying that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this space helps us do that a lot more. Right? Oh, you feel like you're... Yeah. Between having this kind of beautiful, again, beautiful space, the recent kind of social media success that, that we've had some of the big name guests we've had, we are, maybe I don't know this for sure, but in my mind and a lot of minds, the people I talk to, we are one of the biggest podcasts in Toronto. Yeah, I think so. I really, I, like, I honestly think so. This is one thing as well that, that I don't know if that, the, the, like the listeners know this as much, or they know that Ricky handles obviously like the, the growth side, the social side and like the guests and all that stuff. I handle the technical, the setting up, like all this uh, editing, lighting, video, all that stuff I do. Not very well, but I'm working on it. 2021. Um, but shit, did it, George. <laughs> I forgot it. Um, first one of the oh, years. no, no, sorry. So that's what I was going to say. 
Um, I always said from the beginning that the first year I was not, I didn't really care how many listeners we had and all that stuff. Obviously not to say that I don't care about the listeners. I just said, you know what? It's a hobby. That's how I looked at it. So if we get one listener, 10, 20, 50, a thousand, whatever it is, is better than zero. But that being said, as we got farther along, I realized, okay, like this might be like a legit thing to do. We got to take it a little more seriously. We have to care about, you know, continuing to bring good guests on and topics and grow further. But honestly, like I couldn't tell you to a T exactly how many listeners we have. And I think that like, because we did it more for ourselves, we weren't yep. chasing fake goals and targets. We tried to chase targets for viewership at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And then we just said, you know what? Like, let's just, like, let's maybe not set unattainable goals. Just try to be better every episode. And I think we did that. And naturally, it's made us seem more authentic and like everything's kind of grew. That's what I think, at least. Yeah. And there's a fine line between, and I think even maybe at the very beginning, me and you almost had a, not a disagreement, but we kind of didn't see eye to eye on this. And there's a fine line between bringing on a guest that's good for the podcast and then bringing on guests that we want. Mm -hmm. And although they're two separate things, now we found that we've found a really good balance of finding that middle ground where it's, I guess that brings value to our listeners, but also people that we want to sit down sure. with because, you know, there, there might be a guest that could be great for the podcast because they got, you know, half a million followers on Instagram. <clears throat> and that's great because, you know, social media and the growth and new subscribers, yeah, yeah, but they're not people we'd want to sit down with and chat. And we found, a, at least I, I think lately, especially the last maybe probably three, four months, found a really good job of finding that middle ground where it's people that are good for the podcast, good for our listeners, but also people that we want to sit yeah. down with. And if there's one thing that I really love about this podcast is the people we get to sit down for with. Sure. You know, again, sitting down with a couple of TFC players, a couple of former NHL Leaf players, you know, a, an assistant captain from the Ottawa Senators, Erica Branson. Shout out you. You just got named Shout assistant out to captain. Congrats, buddy. Um, Don, Olympic gold medalist, Olympic silver medalist, Olympic doctors, doctors. artists, authors. We, we've got to. You actually think about the whole wide, like the spectrum of people we had on. It's pretty crazy. Like UFC fighters. Yeah. Like, coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, that was coming out soon. <laughs> so, but to, just one thing to that to that point, like it's a fine line where it's like, you know. Sorry, I guess what I'm trying to say is coincidentally enough, we're building an app, which, you know, cast for those who are aware, it's, you know, kind of ready to, to launch, close to ready to launch. Um, but our app is predicated on the premise of trying to give everyone a platform to speak and, and trying to remain neutral, whether you agree or disagree with somebody, just kind of weigh the merits of an opinion. Even if you don't agree with it, at least consider it. And if you don't agree, cool, you don't agree. So even now we say... Again, we love every guest we've had on for and for a, a wide variety of reasons. Some some of them we may need, maybe didn't agree with their point, but their point opened us up to a something new perspective. So that's what we also want to continue to do. To what you're saying is like we found that fine line of like okay, like it's cool to chase big names, but there's also people in our close circle that we would like to get on. People in the Toronto community want to get on. People that we don't like, we see their what they're doing, and maybe we don't necessarily agree with it, or we don't understand it, or don't see why, and we want them to come on to either enlighten us, our listeners, our guests, because I think it's important. Like the you know to have people that you don't always agree with on on things or see eye to eye with, if they're doing something cool, something unique, different, stepping out of their comfort zone, that's what we care about. Um, or pushing the envelope, trying like not being scared to try something new and uh, blaze their own path, if you will. So I think that's also where we've kind of gotten to the point of like you know we might have in the future we might bring on guests that some of you listeners might say, well, why are they talking to that person? Or we might say, you know, we don't always agree with them, but it's important to let everyone have a voice and everyone speak. And I think that it also goes hand in hand with what we're trying to do in the, in the tech space, but we'll get into that a little more later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really think that it's crazy to think where we've gotten in a year. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely really cool. is. And you know, I, I think this is a good point to shout out our, our new kind of presenting sponsor, Cottage Springs. Um, obviously yeah. 
when we first started is it is an initial investment you know we me and george have sunk a couple grand into this at this point now actually definitely more than a couple um we're just, fortunate we had a lot of equipment like to get the stuff going yeah. and that we've <laughs> scrapped the studio together from the garbage yeah. dumps. <laughs> not literally actually <laughs> uh, <let's, laughs> this table came uh, from a secondhand location secondhand location we'll say that <laughs> but yeah um, but yeah at the beginning we bought all the gear and again when you're trying to grow from nothing it's very tough because we don't have massive followings. We, you know, at the beginning, our listeners were our best friends and our family members. That was it. So trying to grow and build something when you don't have a large audience is tough. So we, we spent money in marketing. We did the, the long sleeve shirts at the beginning, the black shirts, which everybody loved. People, a lot, I still see, sorry, shout out, to, I don't know if they listen, shout out to Hannah, my sister-in-law. She face, my, her and my brother FaceTime one day, she just had it on at the house. My cousin Georgia, shout out to you. Mm. I went over one day, just had it on. Georgia, I feel like she tricked me and she had it on because she knows it's coming. Man, but so a lot of people wear them regularly. Yeah, I'll, I'll, like, I'll see people posting stories on Instagram. I'm like, that's my shirt. Yeah. A lot of our that. friends. Like Beverly Chang had her sweater on one day. She's just like casually throwing. Yeah, 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 like yeah. You yeah. can see it. Uh, Photo Will did the same So thing shout thing. out to our buddy Eli who who kind of helped guide us in that. He, yeah. he said those don't go cheap because people want to wear them. And I have two in my closet. And I've like, got four. I, I don't know how I got so many. <laughs> but you know what's funny? I don't. I typically don't dry my black shirts because I don't like them to shrink or yeah, fade. Yeah. I've dried them. They don't fade. No, they're great. Yeah. They're great. I've got two of my parents' house, two downtown. I just realized that because I brought still, one. We still have a few left. Maybe we'll yeah. do some, some secret giveaways later Maybe. in the we'll year. Maybe. We'll see what we do. But <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, back, so back we, to your point. We spent some money on those, on those shirts. And again, obviously, they're not cheap. Then we did recently, we did sweaters. Now we have the studio. So... It, it is tough to build a brand and a, and a podcast, especially in such a saturated market because there's, you know, what's going to stop you guys from listening, stop listening to Joe Rogan and listen to us. Yeah, okay, you're our friends and we love you and you're part of the pals now. But again, there's so many amazing- There's a million like yeah, there's cereal. So many, there's, exactly. Let, never mind, other Toronto ones. Shout out to our friends over at Money Doesn't Buy Happiness. Like, yeah. You know, there's how many other podcasts we know? We have me, well, from Mila's, the stands. Yeah, from the stands. There's uh, Mila and Thing. Mila, Mila thing. they stopped. Did they? they stopped. Yeah, they stopped. But whatever. So but yeah, so a lot many of people in the Toronto scene, right? So even to go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I was gonna say. So now that we have a we have a, a sponsor and we have someone that's gonna allow us to do bigger and better things. You know, spend more on marketing, allow us to do more giveaways. It, it's nice that we have one a local brand. Cottage Springs is Canadian, which is great. Uh, it's an alcohol brand, so that's obviously a lot of fun, especially. Uh, because you know we like our pops and our bevies. <laughs> They're also really, really good. Yeah. Um, you know, there's they. I'm not going to mention any other names of other beverage companies like this that come in the same style. But, you know, there's a proliferation of them lately that these like these uh, hard seltzer drinks. I really, really, I'm not saying this because they sponsored us. I really do think Cottage Springs is the best. Yeah. We drank it all summer long. So, it would, honestly, natural fit. Worked out really well. Cottage Springs. Thank you guys for uh, for recognizing what we're doing here and, yes. and being part of the brand. Um, less than 100 grams of, uh, less than 100 calories per drink. Yeah. Each one. And they're sugar-free. Like, it's all that. It's just from the alcohol, right? Yeah. Basically. But, yeah, um, yeah we're not saying because we say it, guys. Um, all summer long, cottage time, everywhere we were, like up at the lake, everything. Like, that was our go-to in the daytime. They're they're amazing. Yeah. So Vodka waters, vodka sodas. I prefer the sodas, personally. I'm, the water, I'm a big so. black cherry or peach. Peach, I think, is the best by far. But I'm the watermelon. Yeah? Yeah, watermelon, yeah. vodka. They're, vodka, they're vodka. really, really good, guys. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, thanks, no, Cottage I was just Springs. Saying, thanks, we, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's we're a, excited. Yeah, it's a great point. We're we're fortunate enough now that we've we've got a, a little bit of a, a listening, and a, sorry, a little bit of a following yep. that we can do cool things now in 2021 we've got some amazing things lined up yep. and um, i know we've kind of hinted at trips here and certain guests there but we will have very exciting things this year one thing i want to do touch on kind of a little bit of like adjacent to this is that um that's the thing too to go back to what ricky said at the beginning 
Um, you know, we were fortunate to be in a position where, you know, Ricky and I, you know, saved some money, th- you know, through the years. And we started doing this as a hobby. We didn't put a lot of money in at the beginning because it was in our, it was in my condo. I had the camera, like laptop. Every, we almost had everything. We bought the mics. We spent 300, 300 bucks on the equipment. Yeah. Sorry. One thing I'm on my first solo episode. I'm going to talk about how to like start a podcast. Cool. That was my, that's, that's my first idea. episode, but yeah, continue on. No, that. no. Yeah. That's, that, and that's great too. That's, and it's, you know, we didn't, we didn't go the most expensive way. We didn't go the cheapest way. We kind of went in the middle. Cause I remember when I was, t- we were talking about in Florida, I was like, you know, we can do, we could have done the Yeti mics connect to the laptop, but we decided, you know, to plan a little bit for, for room for growth. But anyways, we didn't spend a lot at the beginning, but as we started to get a little bit bigger and then we got, you know, more listeners, then we got, you know, the Olympians and we started getting NHL, we started getting artists and our f- listeners started growing and we went out to YouTube, all these things were like, okay, we got to spend a bit of money now to, you know, to kind of get our name out and there, time too. To- all that stuff. But that's one of the important things, right? Uh, and I think it taught us a lot. I think it's also, we've no- we knew this before because of being raised in entrepreneurial families, but that's one, if one piece of advice we can give that we've learned is that you really do have to put the investment in before the other things come. And that, you know, don't get me wrong. If you're a celebrity and you start a podcast, you're going to automatically jump to the top of the food chain. It's, it's just inevitable. We don't have that status, if you will. Um, you know, I think we're doing cool things and I think that we share a lot of knowledge and, and, and bring on great guests for you, for you guys. But you do have to put that time and the, the money in if you do want to grow. You can grow organically, but it does it does pay itself off in the end if you stay true to what you're doing. You're delivering good content, but you're also trying to elevate the quality. Like we put in lights in here because the, the video started looking not as good as we liked it. You know, we started editing a little better. I put a little more time into it, making sure it looked good. But you do really have to put that time in before these opportunities come. We've been blessed and fortunate that, you know, our following grew and brands wanted to jump jump on board and, and team up with us. You know, we, we were featured in Kind, which is great. And they were an early, early sponsor. But, um, you know, we put a lot of the work in behind the scenes that doesn't often get reflected here and people don't see, right? So, um, you know, hopefully in 2021, uh, someone else has decided to do what we did in 2020 and start a podcast and pursue that. But, you know, a lot of people will reach out and say, how did you get this sponsor? How did you do this? And how do you get these opportunities? And, and how did you get trips set up, which Ricky will kind of get into. But um, you really have to put the time in. You have to put the time in and you have to not be scared to, to shoot your shot and, and ask, which I got to say, of anybody I've ever met in my entire life, Ricky's probably the best at it. Like, just shoot, just put yourself out there. No, it's shoot true. Shoot. You have to, you have to shoot. And like, I got to give kudos to Ricky because while I, you know, I do a pretty good job on the editing, like, you know, Ricky did a lot of the work this year on this stuff and, and got us where we are. But yeah, that's kind of the advice I would give to anybody um, that's doing this and, and who maybe doesn't see all the behind the scenes is that you have to put a lot of time in um, and, and reach out to people, connect with people. And yeah, just kind of wanted to say on that topic. No, yeah. To, to echo that. So we got, it, I mean, we're, we're in a good, good space and like we, I think it's, you know, we've, proved our worth and that's why brands want to be part of it now and again why we think cottage springs is a great fit but it takes time to get here we're 80 how many episodes in 87 or 88 now wow so eric it, lindros baby yeah i think <laughs> i think this might be 88 which is a big one and to echo what one thing george says we're about we're gonna hit 100k downloads probably within the next two two to three weeks let's say and for some people, they might think, oh, that's not that much. You know, like people like Levi and Kai Bentley or, or Zach Longo, they, you know, they're Toronto guys originally. Now they're out in Cali and doing amazing things and good for them. Uh, they get, you know, some of their downloads, some of their videos get like 100K in one, one episode. They're socialites. They're basically celebrities at this point. You know, 100, 200, 300, 400K followers, whatever they have. Yeah. For them to hit 100K, it's easy. You know, they've got that following. Me and George don't. We're again. I, I've said this a few times, and I wouldn't say we're normal, average Joes, but we're not far from that. So each download we get is huge. You know, like 
every time we hit a, th- a new thousand mark, I'm like, holy crap, that's a thousand people that listen to us talk. Yeah. You know, when they could have been listening to spitting chicklets, they could have the or listening could, like Kind Levi, yeah, or, or, or the you know, ES, all the ESPN ones, or all the Barstool ones. There's so many different. There's podcasts. something like a million podcasts out in circulation Is right there? now. Something like that. I think there was a stat that came out at the beginning of the pandemic because I think when COVID hit. Luckily, we were ahead of this, but COVID hit something like 100,000 yeah. new podcasts yeah, were formed. That. So there's got to be something like a million out there. So that's the thing. You're not limited to what your radio frequency picks up. You can literally search anything. So that, like to your point, when you have 1,000 people, like to me, I look at that like, what if there was 1,000 people standing in front of me right now? Number one, I'd shit my pants because like talking to 1,000 people awesome. in the room. But Sick. I mean, that, that doesn't mean like, it means a lot and it's it's relative, right? Like, I mean, you you can't get discouraged either because some people like, you know, for us, a thousand seems like a big deal or 2000 or 5,000 an episode or 10,000 would be cool or is cool for us. Somebody wants to start a podcast tomorrow and, and might not even have the same abilities that you do, let's say, in reaching out and your net and or our networks and they might get a hundred and that might be amazing for them because they might only talk, you know, a couple people at a time. So make sure you keep it in perspective too, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, sorry. I, I no, I don't, even know, I don't even know what the point I was going to make there, but anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought there completely. Pulled my bad. My that's bad. okay. I'm uh, trying to. That's one thing that I think this podcast got me better at doing is just like really like being smarter when you're articulate, have yeah. a plan of where you're going. The um, one thing I did want to ask you, Georgie, what is in the last year of podcasting? Because now we are podcasters and we are professional podcasters. Might I add? <laughs> what is the might biggest thing you've learned in the last year? Um, from the podcast or in from, general? From the podcast, just from from podcasting. What's the biggest thing you've taken away? The biggest skill you think you've developed? There's two, I think, that I can think off the top of my head. Um, obviously, the, the generic one. Actually, they kind of go hand in hand. Number one is obviously listen more effectively and try to hear what people... The key to listening, I think, is not necessarily hearing what they're saying. is hearing what they're not saying. And like, you know, like... Like, like when Cat Williams was on here, like she would tell stories and you could kind of see in her vibe that she wasn't giving us everything. And then you would pull a little bit out and you would get a little more to the point. But there's sometimes you like, you have to understand, like you do with, with Penny, like you have to kind of feel around, like you can hear what they're saying and carry the conversation. But the trick I think is to hear what they're kind of leaving out, but hinting at, because not everyone's going to be forthcoming. They don't necessarily know us yeah, unless yeah. they're friends. That's one. But all, the second one that goes hand in hand with that is also like to embrace silence. And when like I do it, you know, people, I don't know if people notice it as much, but like I tend to do the thing where I'm like, oh yeah, like I, I say, mm-hmm, yeah, like I add a little commentary, which I don't need to do. I'm acknowledging it, but I don't need to. But when someone says something and they're kind of done saying it, just wait a couple seconds and see if they're really done saying it. I don't think I've gotten super good at that, but I think that's one thing I've learned because that also goes hand in hand with pulling stuff out because letting people hear the silence. A lot of people will say, okay, let me fill this void with some sound or some, something else. Yeah. So I think those are the kind of things that I've learned. How about you? I, I like the first one, becoming a better listener. You know, I think it's fair to say it's in real life, not, sorry, not in real life, in person. IRL. Yeah, me and you are, are great speakers. We can talk to, you know, anybody in a room. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different behind a camera with mics in front of you. Uh, I, but I do think we do a great job of doing that. The f- thing I, the skill I've developed the most in the last year, I think, is listening because we don't have questions scripted out. We don't have a, a script for every episode. And some people might think, oh, well, what do you, how, how do you come up with these questions? And the biggest thing is you need to listen to what your guests are saying. You need to get their vibes. And sometimes they don't want to sit, talk about a certain topic. Sometimes they do. And you can see when people's eyes light up as well that yep. this is what they want to talk about. This is what they're <laughs> excited about. So I think listening has become probably the biggest thing I, I've, I've taken away from this. And I'm really happy I have because even when I'm in person now meeting new people or hanging out with friends. I don't want to talk about myself anymore. I want to talk about them. I want yeah. to ask them questions. 
you know, the, my favorite question, and we almost ask it every single podcast, is you know, tell, like, you know, what's one, one piece of advice you'd give your your younger self, or what's your favorite country you've ever traveled to? Some of these generic questions that we always ask yeah. on the podcast. I love asking people, and I'll meet new people, and they'll say, you know, why you just like, are, is this twenty one questions? I'm like. I, if I'm sitting down with someone, I want to get the most out of them because, you know, I know me. If they want to ask questions about me, great. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. But I want to just ask people as many questions and learn as much as I can about the person I'm interacting with, sitting down with. And the best way to do that is by listening, listening to what they say. Listening. Oh, George. I'm listening. <laughs> no, continue. I, I, yeah. I read a quote yesterday that I wrote down that I really liked. Yeah. So that's uh, that's one thing. And then the other um, the other thing I think is very, very important that I've always known, but that this podcast is really exemplified for me is just sh like take your shot shoot or shoot like we've we've said this numerous times george echoed it a million times in the past anthony ricciardi is a prime example of this but don't be afraid i do to want to talk about him at some point because guy's fucking crazy yeah <laughs> I, I, actually i've got his sweater on right now and man again love you buddy thank you for this and, and everything you've given me recently in in terms of kind of some of the the art mm -hmm. you've given me um but shoot or shoot don't be afraid to not ask a question or to not try something because you're scared of what other people are going to think or you're you're scared of this, you're scared of that. Who cares? At the end of the day, you're, you you got to do what's best for you. And we laugh about this all the time. And I'm, I'm going to put my own self on blast here. I'll double, triple text a girl. I got no shame. What is the worst <laughs> case scenario? A girl's going to put me on blast. This is all you single guys out there take advice. Yeah, take note. Like, honestly, what's the worst case scenario when you're texting a girl? What? She doesn't respond. You double text. You triple text. Okay. She puts you on blast in her group text. Who cares? Best case scenario. She's like, oh shit, I forgot to respond to this guy. Let me respond to him. Just shoot or shoot. Donovan Bailey. I've told this before, but I literally DM'd him, followed up to the DM, unsent both DMs, resent the first one, followed up to the first one. I did it for like three months, probably legit once a week for three months. What happened? Did he was like, leave me alone, stop bothering me? No. He's like, ah, you know what? I'm not going to the Olympics this year because of COVID. Yeah, I'll come on to your little podcast. Yeah, there you go. Not so little podcast anymore. So I think <laughs> that's a good, honestly, yeah. yeah, that's a really good way to put it. I think about shoot or shoot. Don't be afraid. Don't people are like, oh, but what if they think this? Okay, who cares? Has their opinion of you really swayed? Like, like if Donovan Bailey said, oh, these kids annoyed me. Cool. Cool. On to the next Olympian. The, the point is though, now, even if he said he annoyed him, he's aware of who we are. Yeah. So that the worst case scenario is no, but he knows who the pals are. And maybe one day we weren't big enough then, but you become big enough. He says, yes, there's some other people that actually, which I won't bring up names, but there's other people, lot, a lot of big names we've reached out to. we, Ricky's reached out to. A lot of big names. People that if we had on this podcast, pff, it'd go to, to a million, really, really, pals to a million. Shout out Joe G. <laughs> but they said no because, number one, some of them said no because of time commitments, because of COVID. Other ones said that, you know, they maybe didn't pay attention to it. But the point is, they know who we are now. So you continue to work hard and people take notice and eventually, you know what? I remember these guys. I'll go on their podcast. So even if you don't get the yes now, don't be discouraged. Like, you just, you know what? Like, you're not going to get every yes. It's impossible. But if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And that's one lesson. Bingo. Ricky has told me from, I think, from university or just after. You said, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And that has worked out. The thing that worked most when I really put it into effect was when I was traveling. And I just I would ask her whatever. I'm like, hey, can I get upgraded or can I do this? And like, you'd be shocked how many times people just want to help other people out. So again, another thing on that vein is not... Not even just guests, brands, whether it's asking people for your help, asking friends to connect you to people, good people want to help. There's going to be people who don't because they're going to say, you know what? I want to save this favor for myself. But for the most part, we find if you're doing good things and you ask people's yep. help, people do want to help. 
And if they don't want help, then it's no sweat off your back. Then you kind of know where you stand in, the, in their in their life, if you will. Um, but yeah, but also don't what, be afraid what, to ask. Yeah, what's it take to to ask for something? What's it take to shoot your shot? Nothing. It literally takes. A how many brands minutes. are rejected? How many not brands? How many guests? How many like probably more than they've said yes to us? Yeah, way more have said no. Or, did, or didn't respond or yeah. didn't acknowledge. So many have. But again, what's it? What's it to me? Nothing. I, I know that. You know, if you're good at sales, if you're really good at sales, your closing percentage is like. 15 20 if you're really really good. really good if you're really good average is like 10 if you're the best what? baseball player in the world you're hitting th th three out of every 10 baseballs mike trout it's yeah. three out of every 10 and he just made 400 million dollars yeah. so just put that in perspective i mean not to say the money matters but think about that he fails seven out of ten times exactly. seven out of ten and he's the best at what he does exactly there you go it's it's exactly what, it's a numbers game i used to be in sales in one of my past jobs and my closing percentage was five five percent trash trash <laughs> trash it's actually not that trash bad. but you know what i knew i knew at the beginning of every week if i got out 20 offers i closed the deal and that's what i did i and during like my one year of sales there i had the most deals closed i was only like 10th in, to, in terms of total sales but i had the and i was like bottom five in terms of close percentage but i knew that i was going to close the most amount of deals because i knew what it Volume. took to get my numbers and yeah again if my batting percentage is 2200 i gotta get up to bat five <laughs> times to hit a ball at least i know what i'm playing with right that's true and that's the thing too you know I, it's funny i say this from a position that i was always I, someone who talks a lot and someone who's i think pretty confident in group settings i was i was always very timid at sales and i grew up in a very my, like my father is, is great salesman um but like i grew up in a sales business entrepreneurial background and i never liked the rejection of no no one likes it you're not People are born to not, no one's born to like people saying no to them or saying, I don't like you or I don't want to work with you. No one, no one is immune to that. It takes time. And the thing, the sooner you overcome that and realize that those people who say no also probably don't have, they're not thinking, well, oh, remember that guy who I said no to? What a loser. Those people have, are worried about people saying no to them. And it just is a self perpetuating cycle. Everybody's worried that what the other person thinks, no one thinks anything of it. I do things on here, I'm like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. Everyone's going to make fun of me. Half the time, it's myself thinking it. No one says anything. So the faster you get rid of that fear, whether it goes to the podcast or whatever you're doing in the media space or anything in life, faster you get over that and realize the more no's you get, the faster you get to that yes, the, the easier things will become. And just putting that in your mind, and it's, there'll be days when it's hard to remember that. I, there's days where I, like, I'm scared to mess with people. I'm like, they're going to say no. I don't want to deal with this right now. But then you're like, you know, just start moving. Just start moving and just deal with it and take the punches on the chin, and that's it. Agreed. Honestly, I want to add one thing. I want to jump back. We said something <laughs> earlier about being a better listener. I actually read this in a book very, very recently. Big book guy. Uh, but I read this like the other day and I wrote it down. I can't remember who it was, but the quote is, you never really learn much from hearing yourself speak. I, I don't know who said it. I didn't write who it's by. It might have been a stoic or somebody, but that is a very good point. And as somebody personally, I know that one of my things I like to do in my friends give me a hard time for it especially my boy michael Durkale. um i tend to orate at times and for those who don't know what orating means i mean just stand in front of a room and talk and don't listen to people respond and don't let them respond that's orating more or less i often do that i like to like just kind of go on rants like what i'm doing right now <laughs> but it's important to understand you're never going to learn anything from hearing the same words that you already know in your head so to your point about listening to people and learning from them that's one of the biggest things i think we can both say we've learned yeah and that just like even if it's something that you hear the person say and they're like oh that doesn't make much sense Sometimes you leave and you're like, oh, okay, now I see what they meant. Well, you know, and about our podcast too, and on that term of listening, I was listening to another podcast the other day. It's um, it's on a with a dietitian or a weight loss expert. His name's 
Eric Young or something. A friend of mine sent it to me. Shout out Gabby. Um, it's the Skinny Confidential. And I listened mm. to theirs because they'd have this great dietitian who's helped like all these female celebrities lose weight. So I was like, whatever. It's 2021. I'm trying to lose a couple LBs. <laughs> New record. Yeah, let, let me. I, I hit the 200 club, so I got to drop Ooh, Welcome to the club. Been there since grade seven. <laughs> <laughs> I actually might be sorry to take the story out. But I've already been to the 200 club since... Great since fourth year, probably close to that. Yeah. Oh, I was a big boy. I, I padded my stats a little bit. Not gonna lie, I just wanted to hit yeah, the yeah, two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. That's what they all say. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll drop. I'll drop. Yeah, but I listened to theirs, and theirs is, and at least this specific episode was very interview style. It was very question answer, question answer, question answer, and because ours is not, it it forces me and George to be better listeners. Listeners, sorry, it forces us to listen to what they're saying and then develop questions. Yeah, obviously we we have questions we want to ask every person, and we have you know a set that you've got locked in the, in your in your mind that if if you hit a dull spot or if you hit a, a spot where the conversation is starting to end, yeah, we've got generic questions we always ask. But the main idea of, of becoming better listeners is that we're able to hear what they're saying or what they're not saying to what George was saying. It's saying a lot there. <laughs> I just don't. We I, did, it. I, I was like, that's, a that's lot. okay. We got it. Yeah, got but it. to listen what they're not saying and that develop, helps you develop these skills of being better listeners. So um, that that I would agree. I think that's a good. That's a good point. Like that's well, a good summary of that. Yeah. Well, you have something on that you want to add or change? No, change a little yeah. bit here. Yeah, so I'm you, fine with that. That's really good. I really like that. But yeah, go ahead. I was gonna mention on the book giveaway. I wanted to ask you about it. Oh yeah, sure. So you just because you mentioned that you uh, pulled this <laughs> a quote out of a book. So Georgie recently did. I, if, for the listeners who don't follow Georgie on on Instagram, you should. It's at Butsalis. B o u t s a l i s. Got it. I, I was had to had to spell it on my head. <laughs> so at Butsalis, George recently did a book giveaway on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Which New Year's uh, the thirtieth or the thirty first? Okay. How did it go? Which books did you give away? Which books went away the quickest? Which ones took the longest? Um, so yeah, on the th I basically, which I said is my in my story, but I'm gonna delete it soon. I don't like to keep that stuff up. But anyways, I did. A, I decided that I was uh, decluttering the end of the year. Actually, I like I wasn't fully truthful. I actually decluttered several times this year in different capacities. So like, just realize being when you're home. I don't know if people can relate to this, but being home a lot this year and just being in your own space personally, clutter gives me like anxiety. Like if I just if I see something sitting somewhere that is even out of place, it bothers me excuse me, not like to the point where I get mad, but like just having something that I don't have a use for. If I don't use something in like a month or two. To me, it takes up, it wastes space. But anyways, that being said, I just, I've been buying, the thing I spent probably the most money on this year's books, um, whether mostly at the beginning of the year was hard copy books or half harder, like real actual books. Then after kind of September, I bought a Kindle, um, which is life-changing. So I started just buying on that all the time. Like my my credit card bill is just Amazon. It's just transactions. You can buy books immediately. But um, I have a lot of books that I've been sitting on my shelf for a long time. And I was like, you know what? I One thing I actually learned from a book this year is that you shouldn't want to hoard knowledge. You should want to share it with people um, and pass things on. You know, a lot of people, I think this was actually in the black swan or in homo sapiens but this is what i read a couple of years ago in that uh, the theory of the anti library and that a lot of people like to buy books and build a library and collect them as as like trophies and show people wow look i read a lot i have a lot of books i'm guilty of that i have i had a bookshelf in the studio our old studio my office and i had a lot of books there cuz i thought people would come and see them and be like wow this guy reads a lot and i was like Am I really reading to show people that I read or is it for myself? So I kept thinking about that. It stuck with me. And then I was like, you know what? I don't really need to keep these books. They're just sitting here collecting dust. They would be better served in someone else's hands. Maybe somebody who wants it, never thought to get it, who can't afford it, whatever. So on the third, on the 29th or 30th, I decided to take a bunch of books, 25 of them, and give them away. 
um, various topics, all almost all nonfiction. I don't read a lot of fiction, if any. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how it started. So I said, let me declutter. I kept, obviously, I didn't give away all my books. There's a lot that I do reread. There's ones that I have notes in that I keep that I go for reference and ones that I like how they look. So like, I keep them, obviously. Yeah, so I gave away 25 um, through the day. The fastest one to go, um, the fastest one was The Iliad and the Odyssey by Homer. I actually, I the reason I gave that one away, I haven't read it. I haven't read it fully yet. I got a new one at Costco. Um, if anyone wants to go get it, it's like a, it looks like an ancient book and it's both inside it. So it looks so really, dope. Yeah. It looks cool to leave on a, on a, a shelf. Yeah, yeah. So I got that. So I decided <laughs> to give away the old two copies I have. So those went fastest. Plato, uh, The Last Days of Socrates by Plato went pretty fast. Um, uh, what else? A few other ones. I can't remember all of them. Now I have them all screenshot and pull them up. Well, well, which one didn't go the fastest? Oh, Tucker Max. <laughs> the four Tucker Max books. Yeah, it's also because we're also 30 now. Tucker Max books. If we were 18, those books are gone in 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, I'm not, and that's the thing. I was going to, this is what I thought about too. See, to talk about worrying, to, to tie the point of worrying what people are going to think about you. When I took those off my shelf, I was like, I have no need for these. I've been sitting in my parents' house for like a, a, a decade. I haven't read them since second year of university, I think. So I just wanted to give them away. I, I'm pretty confident nobody would claim them, but I thought maybe one of my young cousins or friends would. And I was like, you know what? Should I post these? Like, we're going to look at them and be like, wow, this guy, what a, he reads these douchey books. Then I, I, I had that thought come to my head for a second. Then I'm like, who cares? I read them when I was in university. I found them funny at the time. Not embarrassed to admit it. Yeah, the, the themes are questionable now, but I read them, so whatever. Anyways, no one claimed them. If anybody does want them, I'll send you all four. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's how that went. And honestly, it was it's I think a, it's a pretty a nice big success. Gesture, um, it's a nice gesture for I, you to do. Something really cool. Um, her name is Anita, I think. Annabella, Anita. In San Diego. I didn't, I don't, my apologies. I feel like I might know this person. I'm not sure, but DM me, asking for the one of the books, claimed it. I said, I'll send it to her. Sends me the address in San Diego. And then also says, I love what you're doing with the Pals podcast. You guys are awesome. You're killing it. So I think it's Anita. I honestly, I apologize if I, if I don't, know who this is but like i thought it was really cool somebody from uh the uk claimed a book someone from china claimed a book and somebody from san diego actually i think two people from the states yeah, it was man, really it's fucking cool but whenever you do something like that it, one it feels good for yourself to be able to help other people or to put a little smile on someone else's face 100 percent. and then also you it helps you declutter as well like we did um shout out uh, a rod alex rodriguez a lot of our listeners will know who he is. Nate in Quebec. Sorry. Anyways, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll probably get him on the podcast at some point, but he's, uh, he's working at Marble right now. And um, what they did over the Christmas holidays was absolutely amazing. They, you know, did a food, toy, clothing drive, and they ended up probably getting a full, like they stacked half of Marble full with clothes, toys, and food. Toys, clothes, and food. Yeah, sorry. And um, what they did was right before Christmas, they donated to families in need and, Doing stuff like that is just amazing, especially during like hard times like these. It's uh, it's very important. So you know, shout out Georgie, shout out A Rod. Uh, yeah. What you guys did is amazing. I tried to donate some clothes to uh, to Marbles. Yeah. Uh, to food, clothing, toy drive. Sorry. One thing too, and the reason I said I was I actually said at the beginning I'm gonna delete the post. One thing I also often don't like, not to like to my own horn. Like I did get I gave a lot of stuff away over the holidays. Like I picked clothes from my closet and rather than going to Goodwill, I kind of like, I would drive around the street and if I saw people, I would give them like a bag of like t-shirts, some shoes, some like food that I had lying around that was like, that I was knew I wasn't going to eat that was boxed still. Um, not that I'm not doing my own horn or anything like that, but I, I don't like necessarily always doing it the way I did on social media because it almost seems kind of self, um, 
self-fulfilling. It's like I'm doing it to look like I'm doing good and giving away. That is not why I did it. And even people thought that doesn't really bother me. But I just think it's important to give back. And, um, you know, I know a few people that have done this as well over the holidays, which is good. So, you know, guys, just, honestly, if you have a second, you could take time to go find something that we put to better use in someone else's hands. I think it is important to share it. Like if you haven't worn something in six months, a year, like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who could use it, um, especially times like now in the winter when, when we're outside on the streets freezing. So um, whether you're giving stuff to your friends to make them better or people who can use it more, I think it is important, like what they were doing as well. Yeah. Um, my my yeah. favorite thing is when, you know, brands do the share this and we'll donate a, a meal to a family in need or we'll donate. Ha- I share everything. Like you tag I, me in so many I enter things. every contest, <laughs> share this to help this person. Sure, I'm into it. If you go look on one of my like six Instagrams, I'm always sharing stuff. I'll That's share things six. on George's Instagrams too. I don't care. On Fat Pit, no problem. I'll share everything because it doesn't cost me anything. It doesn't, co- like, other than yeah. the 10 seconds of my time, yeah. which, you know what, at 8 p.m. on a Saturday night, my time's worthless. So, I got no problem. I'll share. Hey, it's it. never worthless, buddy. Never really. Yeah, okay, I agree with that. <laughs> but it's worth but, less. Yeah. Ah, it's not worthless, but it's worth less yes, than it would be in a day when you're working. So, um, yeah, I'll share anything. And, you know, there's always that Instagram post. It's like, here's what it costs to support your friends. You huh? know that one I'm talking no. about? It's, so it's like, a, it looks like a receipt almost. Like, to support. here's what it costs to support your friends. Share their posts. Zero. Uh, encourage their brand. Zero. Refer them to someone who's looking zero. Whatever. It's like the idea that it does, you don't need to spend money to support your friends or to sp- mm-hmm. support other people supporting local. Like we touched upon a lot in, in December, November and December. So, uh, yeah, if you don't do those things, just try it. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't cost you much. If it might ruin the appearance of your Instagram, who cares? I don't think it's that's that big of a deal. Like mine's all over the place. <laughs> all of my Instagrams are all over the place. So share it. Be nice to other people. I kind of did a... I like that. It's good. Um, there's a couple of things I want to ask too because I thought this this podcast in my head I thought it was going to be mostly about like recapping 2020 which I guess we kind of are um, I want to ask what was your favorite thing you did or one of the things that meant most to you in 2020 uh, in anything felt best about give me a whole, whole, whole so I thing. would say between the app and this the, the two things I'd probably say more this because this the podcast we're actually it's currently done and not done but it's currently happening and we've reached a certain amount of success but with the app it's something that you know me and you have talked we've had over the last 12 13 years of our friendship we've had probably what 20 ideas if not more yeah if not more like 20 legit ideas that we said we're gonna do this oh yeah you know and not including that's together not including what you had individually and we also had our own business and then there's also the only things that we've always done and we still haven't even done half of them are trips Every trip, like, we'll say, okay, we're going to do this. And f- about 50% of our trips, we actually do. I think more. Probably like 70% of our trips. Like, we didn't go on one this year because of COVID. Yeah, and then we're like, okay, we're going to do the Super Bowl or something. And it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, okay, Certain fair, things fair. don't happen. So let's call it 50. So that's one thing me and George are always good at. We'll always do our trips. But at the beginning of the year, we said we're going to do this podcast. And again, we said it, 52 episodes, one a week for the entire year. And we crushed that. And we've, we're heading into 2021 you know, with flying colors right now. Uh, but that, it, again, starting a podcast is hard and I'm not taking away from what we've accomplished so far. But this was definitely doable. The app is a completely separate thing. You know, this was in the middle of COVID. Georgie comes to me, he's got this idea and it's kind of something that we talked about three years ago. Or two 2017, years, yeah, late 2017. Two, three years ago, we chatted about doing this other app and they shared a lot of similarities. And that time we, we had, you know, mock-ups kind of done. We just couldn't find anyone to build it. And Georgie's like, let's do this. Let, let's, 
100%, let's go. And between these two things, and more so, I guess, the app now that we're, we're almost there, we're basically at the start line now, to say that we've done these two things in a year where there was a global pandemic, you know, and the world is in the worst place it's been in our lifetimes, arguably, I'd say that we had an amazing year and doing those two things are a very big part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look back at, for me, let's say 2017, 18, 15, 14, whatever, I'd always be like, oh yeah, my, you know, I got super fit. That was sick. Or, you know, I started a new job or I graduated university or college, whatever. And those things are amazing milestones to hit. But we said this at our first ever episode. It's talking about leaving our twenties, entering our thirties. And when we started our first episode, we could have never have seen that there was going to be a global pandemic. <laughs> and we hit this pandemic and we made the absolute most out of 2020 and the podcast is, in our opinion, doing very well. Our app is on its way. What is our opinion? I think just yeah, un- objectively, it is doing well. Yeah, it is, again, it's I'm I like it is our opinion. I think, yeah. but I think obje- like I would say, people, if you're listening to this, you would assume it's doing well. If too. it's not doing well, let us know. <laughs> Hit the comments. We'll do better. So yeah, the the podcast and the app, because uh, again, like I said, there's there's not many people can that can say that they're doing what we're doing, mm-hmm. and the amount of time and effort, energy, and mental capacity and physical capacity and financial capacities to do both of these. We're very fortunate that we were able to, and that we did because I do think both of these are going to set us up for an amazing 2021. So I'd say over the last year, the podcast and the app are the two things that I've, that I really took out. And then actually in my personal career in construction, I've made a lot of changes and I've restructured a lot of things in our business that I'm really happy about as well. So those Mm -hmm. for me, I think, the things I'm most happy about, you didn't ask me, but the thing I'm least happy about of okay. 2020, 2020 is no questions asked hitting the 200 club. That is hands down Fair. the thing that I'm least happy about, but I hit it in 2021 technically. So, But how easy is it to fix that though? It's not super easy, but I will do it. I'm, I have a very dedicated mindset and then when I put my mind to something, I can do it. So When I say easy, come this time next year, you won't be that late. No, hopefully not. No, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully, uh, I, I I didn't set till twenty to the end of the year. I'm, I got my goals set till April, so I, hopefully I'll hit that by. Uh, I'll hit my weight goals by April. So we'll see. But Georgie, the thing you're most happy about twenty twenty, and I, I don't know. This about. isn't very. This is probably a very unpopular. I don't know very, but I think it would be an unpopular opinion considering what people went through. Twenty twenty is the best year of my life, hands down. Um, and I don't, and I I feel bad saying that sometimes because I I don't like to rub it in, but I don't think I was in any different. Uh, any f- more fortunate position than anybody else. Some people might say, yeah, you work for family business. You know, it's, it's, it's easier. You didn't have that fear. Uh, we had like, business was not easy this year. Like we're in the cleaning business and we clean offices and offices are vacant. <laughs> so just to, just to qualify that a little bit, but I do believe that pandemic or no pandemic, I think the mindset that what I had coming into 2020 with Rick, I said to him, because my friends... I'm jumping a little bit. Let me clear, let me set this up properly. Uh, to Ricky's point about ideas, I used to be my Ricky and and DB used to call me the king of ideas because I would come up with a million and they all had potential, but I would never execute. So I was very good you at would planning. start. You would start a little bit, all, yeah. But I was good at planning, but not good at motion. So like more like coming up with the idea, not the action and motion part. That's the most important. I always thought it's important to have a plan and follow that plan. Um, but 2020, I said I said to Ricky, I said I'm just gonna do stuff this year and I'll figure it out as I go. Yeah, okay, I might be in a fortunate position that I have that luxury where I can step aside from my full-time career and take some hours out of my day to put to projects because I have, you know, my my brother, shout out to Yanni, who um, has done an amazing job um, helping me, helping fill in at, you know, our family, our, our cleaning company and, and take 
the bull by the horns there so that I've had time to kind of put into these other projects that I have. But I just said I was going to do more, just do whatever I could and put one foot in front of the other. And if I hit a roadblock, figure it out. You need a little bit of planning. I'm not saying just, you know, fly by the seat of your pants. One of that I threw it, threw that out once with Ricky. Love that one. So I'll throw it out one more time to end the year. But I just wanted to do more. So I did a lot this year within the within the same parameters that everyone else could. I didn't break any rules. Uh, this is the first year, well, since pre-pandemic, didn't tra- I haven't traveled in at least 11 months, haven't gone anywhere. Um, so I followed the same rules. I was in the same predicament as other people, or same, not predicament, same situation and had the same, I guess, same rules to follow. I couldn't I couldn't bend the rules to my favor any other way. Uh, and I just, you know, with my my best friend and business partner here I, I said let's do shit let's let's make this year we have downtime like there's no we, I don't have FOMO I said one of my goals at the beginning of 2020 was embrace the FOMO I'm very fortunate that there was no FOMO to embrace this year so all that time I would have sat saying oh shoot my friends are at the cottage or my you know people are downtown party today and I and I thought I would miss that I took all that energy and just worked and yeah I think I could have worked a little bit harder I actually embraced not working as much this year and enjoyed it but you know, I don't think there's one thing I really enjoyed this year. I, 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 I don't know. Became an uncle. That's I'm a good in one. a relationship now, so that's great. Really happy. I think that I shout out Bex. Shout out to Bex. <laughs> First official shout hey, out. Hey Bex. Um, yeah. Does she listen? <laughs> she listened to some. I don't know if she listens to all of them. She said it was weird. She listened to one of them, and they were sending me videos her and her and Mon. Shout out to Mon. And they were listening and they said like, uh, they that it was weird hearing our voices. Like it's like they were hearing, like meeting us for the first time again. It was anyways. Anyway. So yeah, like a lot has happened in 2020. Well, we ran a marathon. Yeah. I don't know if that was the best thing. That was fucking hard. That was hard. But the that lot, was like, like a lot of good things came out of 2020. Um, and I really like, I don't think there was anything that really changed my life. Like, change like you know what i mean like nothing that's like wow it's like that much crazier and like all these opportunities but i think this the foundation was set for our 30s which i think is really interesting because that was the premise of our podcast is moving into our 30s like you said and i forgot about that and giving people advice that we would have wanted back in our 20s and i truly actually think that 2020 we both turned 30 and we really did do what we said we're gonna do weirdly enough Maybe we manifested it and we kind of followed it subconsciously. I didn't really think about that till now. We really kind of like our, I think the foundation said, you know, who knows where the podcast is going to go? Who knows where cast is going to go? Who knows where anything's going to go? We don't know. Tomorrow's not given. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Nothing is certain as we saw this year. But I really think that, yeah, maybe that we just, I don't know. I don't know what the best thing of 2020 was. The worst, well, the worst is the, I think the obvious is the pandemic. Yes, yes, yeah, without a like doubt. Aside, but personally, that, personally, the yeah. worst thing, probably neglecting a bit of my physical fitness at the end, the worst, but I don't even know. But you're, it's not like you're in the worst shape of your life either. No, late last week I and am. And to be honest, sure. to be honest, even though I hit the 200 club, I don't feel like I'm in the worst shape of my life because I ran a marathon this year. Like you can't do that if you're in the worst shape of your life. Yeah, true. Like we, str- we struggle. the worst thing that happened? I did struggle, but still I don't know what the worst it. thing is. I can't think of anything. There's, there's definitely bads that happen for sure. Like our business has suffered a little bit, but like, I don't know what the worst thing is. The best thing I think honestly is becoming an uncle. The best, best, best thing. Like shout out to Georgia and Mark the, made the most friggin' beautiful kid ever. Constance, that kid, like just being around her. She, like it, it, I have a lot of young cousins, so I know what it's like to be around little ones. And I have, I have this affinity for like, children in the least weird way possible like i'm just like the uncle of the family or the cousin of all my cousins that like i have this aura i think that just kids gravitate to me i don't know if i ever told you the story about when i was in the dubai airport 
I the, think you did. The little yeah. girl that came up to me wanted to play soccer. She tried to tickle me. It was like, I felt like I was going to go to jail. Um, but yeah, like just this thing, I just, it always happens to me. But anyways, being around a, a newborn at for that much at such a young age is a very cool feeling. It makes you want to be better. It makes you just realize like, I don't know how, f- I don't know how fragile life is or how cool, how much life can change. I don't know. Just, I learned a lot this year and, and yeah, being an uncle is really cool. Obviously wish I, can, I don't see my niece as much as I would like because of the circumstances, but see her as often as I can. Um, so yeah, 2020 fantastic year. So let me ask you this. What do you hope to take out of 2021? I was actually just going to pivot into that. That was a really good point to pivot into take out of, or like, what or, do you mean? What, what do you want out of 2021 or what are you hoping to accomplish in 2021? Um, that's a good question. That's a really good question. So let's have this as a conversation. Cause I want to say something to that. I think that we're going dis- di- to not disagree, differ on this last year. We had goals. Well, I had goals this year. I don't really have goals per se. I have, th- um, things I want to challenge myself with, but no benchmarks of like, like one of my goals I remember is like, I wanted to walk more last year. I actually didn't even start doing that till the pandemic hit. So for the first few months I didn't. And then I started walking a lot actually. Um, and I found that walks, really helped me clear my mind. But anyways, there's a lot of things that I wanted to do. I achieved most of them. Um, excuse me, my stomach is like growling. I think it was a lot of candy I ate last night. Um, fat pit. It was bad. Fucking fat pit. Um, I don't have goals per se. And you know, to, to, re, to circle all the way back, the person who said this. I know exactly. Vishal. Yeah. And you know what? We got to give a Vishal, you get the biggest shout out of the year because Vishal He's not. He's the friend I've probably seen the least this year, maybe, because he moved away somewhere in the summer or spring to, to Montreal. Yeah, you know, doing his residency. Good for you, Vishal. Keep keep killing it. Man. It was in the summer, yeah. But but he's messaged us on every episode to the point where he'll message us and be like, "This is amazing! Huh? I can't believe Rick said this." I'm like, Vishal, what episode are you yeah, on, man? He's always like a couple episodes behind. <laughs> but you know what, Vishal, I'm the point I'm gonna make. You're the honestly from day one. You listen, but. And our parents, obviously, and our family. But Vishal, one thing he said last year, right after the first episode, is he said, I don't necessarily set goals. Not believe in it. I don't know how he said it, but like I don't set goals. I take a different approach. Maybe an unpopular opinion. And you know what, V? That stuck with me the entire year because I think about it regularly. And, you know, all these business people, successful people, the number one thing people say is set goals and measure yourself against them. And I do think that that is very, very important. But... Look at what happened this year, how unpredictable it is from the pandemic happening. If, you're in, if you invest money in the stock market, look at the stock market. It's at an all-time high through a crisis. Like There's so many things that are uncertain in life and, and not guaranteed that, yes, goals are important, but I think Vishal said, I think he said smaller goals, like changes or he like sets shorter increments and adjusts. Yeah, and I think one of his big things was he doesn't, he doesn't wait for January to settle. It's not like, oh, New yes, Year, New yes. Goals. It's like, if you have a goal, set it right away for yourself. Don't wait until January 1st to yeah. be, for this imaginary date to start it, right? Yeah. So just to that point, and I'm going to ask you, because I, I, I don't know if there's anything particularly that I want to take out of it. Obviously, I want to continue to grow the podcast. So sorry, let me, uh, these are not goals. I think these are just things that I want to continue to work on. Because I basically put a list of like six things that I want to focus my time on. And I think that's the important thing is like focusing your time and energy on specific things. Um it's called, I call it, or it's, I don't call it, it's Warren Buffett, I think calls it the circle of competency. Everything within your circle that you're really good at, focus your time and energy on those. Anything outside is a distraction or noise. Um, so anyways, there's things I want to focus on. Growing the, growing my businesses per se, because I have a few now, and it doesn't really hit me that you have a few, but I focus on my businesses. Um, just continue to run. 
continue to run, focus on health, and I want to meditate this year. That's not that's like a, I guess a, you can say it's a goal because I do want to spend more time. I started it a couple weeks ago, spending like ten minutes every morning with no sound, no nothing, meditating. Um, I want to learn a language. I said Spanish last year. I did take Spanish courses. It ended because of the pandemic. Learned a little bit. I'm pivoting to a new language as a result of a circumstance that I'm in now. <laughs> so I want to try to learn Italian. Um, shout out Bex. <laughs> um, and then that's it. And continue to grow the podcast and, and cast. Yeah. Those are good. How about you, my pal? Um, I feel like you have more defined goals. So I have a lot of defined goals, but then I have some that are not quantifiable. So like, you know, be less stubborn. You know, that was one of my biggest goals in 2020. And I think I've accomplished that to a certain extent. I wouldn't say that I'm not stubborn at all, but I do think I've become less stubborn. So I want to... I would agree. Yeah, I want to continue doing that. The person who thinks you're the most stubborn, I would agree with that. So then there's also one that you actually brought up maybe about five or six months ago. And I honestly, I really thought about it and I love it. It's be wrong more. Mm. You brought that up a while ago and I I don't know why it stuck with me because it also goes... it It ties in with being less stubborn, but being wrong more. And I think about it... You, there's so many times you get into little arguments and I get into you with the most amount of them because we spend the most amount of time together. So it's just naturally, naturally common that we're going to get into them. But there's times where someone says something and I disagree with it. And I'm like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it worth, is it worth it? Like, you know, okay. You know what? You're right. Look it. Yeah. Cool. Take it. Like, I don't, it doesn't bother me. And so I think those two go hand in hand. And I, uh, so I think like, I want to add one thing on that. I've actually like, I actually started to embrace that more because I'm I am very argumentative. I think I we have this debate often. People can people can vote however they want because we're obviously never going to agree on this. I do think I'm the less least stubborn, but we disagree on this. Yeah. In fairness, I'm not. I it's my opinion of me, but I do. I that you're right. I, I did try to be wrong with this year. I don't know if I did that, but one thing that I've realized is that same thing is that not in the sense of if somebody says something. A lot of times I'm just very opinionated. So like same as you, we'll just we'll just give our opinion for the sake of giving it. Even if we don't necessarily know enough, I do this particularly. But now it's not that I'll say, you know what, you're right. I'll say, you know what, I try to say I don't have an opinion on the matter or I don't know enough, so I can't speak to the matter. I don't always do it, but that's what I try to do more. In that I'm like, you know what, like it's not like, okay, here's like... um. Let me patronize them and say, you know, you're right. It's more so, you know what? I can't debate. I can't speak to this matter. I'm really trying to do that more as well. Yeah, Besides. I think it's. I think that's a good one. So being being wrong more and being less stubborn, I think are tied to t- are tied together. Um, journaling and meditating more. I'm gonna start to. I was journaling a lot at the beginning of COVID, and I kind of, you know, tailed off on that towards the end. And I just got the five minute journal. My buddy Nat Levy, shout out Nat. Um, gave it to me so I'm, I want to make sure that I, I already started on it but I want to make sure I stay consistent on it because you can do about I think 90 days on that I think it's about 90 so days. I got it I got it I bought myself for it a mo- about a month or so ago I wrote one day and I stopped didn't yeah. love it do you know what I, I write I mean, in my I write in my moleskin. Yeah, yeah, moleskin so I, I used to have a moleskin when I was younger but now I'm like you know what I had a, a nighttime routine like it was a, a nighttime journal book and every day it asks you different questions but I'm gonna the mo- five minute journal is the most popular journal out there. I'd yep. say so. I'm gonna try and stick with that. So that and meditating, I'm really gonna focus on this year. Obviously, weight loss that's an, an easy one. I think that's probably on everybody's list every single year. Uh, so I want to get in the best sh- physical shape of my life this year. I think 2020 brought me to one of the best mental shapes of my life. So if I can be in the best mental and physical shape of my life, I will be in the best overall shape of my life. So that's a mental to keep continuing on the same yeah, path, obviously. Yeah. So that's a big one for me. Uh, and then another one that's kind of random, but I, and I'll get into this another day, but I want to publish a book. Heck so yeah. I, I have an idea. I've already, Regularity, the first author who doesn't read books. Yeah, So I, I'm going <laughs> to, um, 
I've started kind joking. of working on some ideas there and I've got a couple things in the works. I've low-key started on it. That'll be the most challenging one, obviously, but um, that'll be one that's good for me personally just to unwind two hours a week, every week. And then obviously, again, like you said, grow businesses. You yeah. know, like we've got, me and George, we probably have, you know, you have your family business, we have the podcast, we have the app, and all three of them are very, very important. So I think the podcast is on a good trajectory right now like same with my my family business it's on, it's on the right path and but now it's like the app mm -hmm. we're at the like we've said we're at the start line we've worked so hard just to get to this point okay now like the race starts mm -hmm. so um the app will be taking up a lot of our times probably over the next six months to a year maybe a lot more, yeah. more than that but it's exciting like I, I wake up every morning not every morning some mornings i don't but most mornings i wake up and i'm excited to just like take on the day and i'm yep. like let's see yeah some days you get those annoying phone calls first thing in the morning sometimes things happen that'll bother you but most days i wake up and i'm like okay how can i make today my you know you yeah know, you guys know the word i'm looking for yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah um actually you know shout out to me too because i wanted to swear less in 2020 and i think i didn't not swear but i swore a lot less this year yeah so yeah good but yeah you, so my last one is again to strive uh, or to thrive in in the business world and with all the businesses that we're we're working on simultaneously it can be overwhelming at times but i think we've done a pretty good job of balancing everything mm -hmm. i think so i'm very happy with my ability that's another thing too is like I the thing I did the most again in 2020 was just read and and a, a wide variety of things and some stuff I didn't like and some stuff I, I really liked and stuff that stuck with me and just um you know it just made me realize like take time for yourself is the most important thing like really really take time for yourself in the sense of like just shut the world off like I deleted Instagram for like I, on two separate occasions I think but I think once for I did for six weeks and I honestly only got it back because I, we were ready to launch cast and I wanted to get kind of the message out there and, and we haven't so I kind of wish I didn't get it back per se right away but anyways it's, it's been useful in some senses but really take some time for yourself I think like just like meditating journaling reflecting reading honestly I think the thing that helped me most this year is reading and I've always liked to read Contrary to what a lot of my friends think, I actually do, like that's what I do the most. I really like to be alone with a book and sit at home and just read. Um, it's what I did most of my days uh, this year, and and I really enjoy it. And I really think a, I, I'm not saying people don't read, but you know, a lot of times you're on, you spend time on social media. If you think about how much time you spend on your phone, direct one hour of that, even one hour a week of that towards reading and um you know you, i think it'll expand your mind i really do don't, I don't think i got like smarter but i think that my vocabulary expanded this year if you listen to how we talked even at the beginning of these podcasts to now i just feel like i don't know i feel like i can speak to more things and i think that that's a benefit of reading and of reading a multitude of topics um and i don't again don't, i don't do this to like just brag that like, i read books cool like it's not important if you're not learning anything um but yeah I think that's that's an important thing i think people should take time for themselves and just like whatever it is because i think reading is a form of meditation and reflection and just sitting right so i think that that's important take downtime for yourself like let the world pass you by a little bit and appreciate the kind of your time yourself yeah to echo that a little bit more too do what makes you happy you know take time for you well okay maybe you're not i look personally i'm not a reader like i got I got into ebooks here and there especially when you're walking or on a long bike ride yeah ebooks are, are great and podcasts again a lot of great podcasts out there that i do listen to and I didn't before, prior to this year. I didn't listen to any podcast. I listened to maybe Spitting Chicklets once a week or something. Sorry, funny on that note. I listen to the least podcast now. I do than ever before. Yeah. I used to listen a lot before we started these. I don't listen to many anymore. Yeah. 
I, Even like Joe, like I used to listen to Joe Rogan a lot. Don't really listen to him that much anymore. It used to be a diehard Joe Rogan. Actually. I just was I was traveling. It was a three hour episode. I would go run and I'd listen to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's something to do, right? But, Sorry, go back to you. But to back to my point is, do what makes you happy. You know, sometimes we're we're all guilty. Of this we all aimlessly scroll on Instagram or Twitter, or Facebook, whatever app you're on. We all aimlessly scroll. It's easy when you're in bed or something, but. Try and take that half of that time that you spend on aimlessly on social media and put it to something that really makes you happy, whether it's painting, whether it's playing music, whether it's reading, listening to a podcast, running, walking, hanging out with your family. Like if there's one big plus I took away from COVID and the first two months of the lockdown was I moved back in with my parents and I spent every single day with them for two months straight and it was one of the best things ever. Like we, we laughed, we joked, we watched movies together, we went on walks together, we worked out together. We did, well, maybe not Frank, but we, we did so many things together and it was so amazing just to connect with my family again on that level. So do what makes you happy, find something that it is and maybe set a, a goal for yourself to do, you know, two hours a week is dedicated to you time and whatever that is. Like mine this year for this upcoming year is gonna be two hours is my writing a book. I'm gonna spend two hours a week every single week to write this this potentially dumb book that I'm gonna write, <laughs> I'll read um, it. I know I know I'll I'll get, read I know I get a couple of listeners. I know I get a couple of readers. Sorry. So, but yeah, take time, do what makes you happy, and really try and stick with it because it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Something that really brings you joy. That's you know what I've given. I feel like I've given too many things that I try to preach. I'm not trying to sit here preaching. I learned everything this year. But one of the the probably the biggest thing I took out of 2020 actually is if I don't do something for you, like sorry, let me rephrase that do stuff that you would still do even if nobody could know about it. So, like, I, I mean, I read. I've talked about it sometimes on the podcast, but I don't I like read that. to show off. Like, yeah, I post that giveaway, but it's not to show that I have a lot of books. I think because, again, I wanted to share my knowledge. But I don't post all the books that I read. I Between Audible, my Kindle, and my hardcover books here, like, I, I don't need to share what I've read, but it's a lot. And it, some of them I read for 10 minutes. I'm like, this sucks. I put it down. Others, I read the whole thing. Others, bits and pieces. But I do it for myself. I don't do it to brag about it and think it's cool. But I, I personally think it, it was important to me and it taught me a lot. So I'm hoping that shares somebody. But to know that something like Ricky says, like like if you want to paint, you know, I mean, if you want to become the next Anthony Ricciardi, great. Like you start somewhere and don't not share it just to not share it. But do stuff that makes you happy. But to know it makes you happy means that you would do it for yourself if you couldn't tell anybody about it. I think that's really the measure of what makes you happy. I think like if I could, if I could run... And not share anybody, like share with anybody. I don't post my runs that much anymore because I'm like, you know what? I do it for myself. I mean, do stuff for you, really for you. Share it if you want. I'm not saying don't share it. You should share your journey. I think it's cool. People do want to follow that. I love, like, again, bring, to bring back Anthony Richardi, which I wanted to say at the beginning of this episode, that guy's crazy. He's doing Run With Rich Part 2. He did it last time we had him on. It just ended where he did 5K or did he do... 5K a day for 50, 50 days. days. He's doing 10K a day for 100 days now. That is absolutely nuts. That is cool to share because I think that that's amazing. I think it's he would do it regardless. Yeah. But I see that and I was like, holy, I don't want to run today. This guy's up at 5 a.m. in snow. Like that stuff is cool. So again, I'm not just trying to say like don't not share it. Don't be, I don't think it's superficial to share what you want to do if it makes you happy and, and it motivates other people. But also just be real about why you're doing it. Does it bring you joy? Make you happy? If you couldn't tell anybody, if it does, then you know it will bring you joy continually and then keep striving for it. That's the, kind of the last thing. I, yeah, there, there's a quote on this and I can't remember. I thought it was a Gandhi quote, but maybe I'm wrong because I just Googled it and I can't find it per se. But here's a, another one that's very similar. The true test of a man's character is what, he's, what he does when no one is watching. And that's yeah. true, right? Like that's what you do when nobody's watching is really who you are. Mm -hmm. And 
fitness for me is an easy one to talk about because I work out so I don't look good for other people. I've never worked out because I want to be, I want girls to think I have a great body or I want guys to think I have a sick body. No, I work out so when I look in the mirror and I see myself naked, I'm attracted to the person I see in the mirror. True. That's why I work out. I don't do it for anybody else. We've always made this joke, like, would you rather have a Honda Civic with a Ferrari engine or a Ferrari with a Honda Civic engine? I'd rather have a Ferrari with a Honda Civic engine. I just want to look good for myself. Like, I want to look, oh, that, that Ferrari's mine. Like, that's, mine just got a shitty engine in. I don't care. It's, it's my Ferrari. That's interesting. Uh, I think, uh, huh. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I don't know if I ever thought about that. Yeah. But that's, I think, do... Do what makes you happy. Do what's important to you. Don't do it for the outside reasons. Don't do it because you want to impress some girl or you want to impress your parents. Do what you want to do, what makes you happy, and that's when you'll really be the happiest. True. Um, yeah. I had something else I wanted to add for, like, 2021 that I just kind of wanted to wrap. Kind of, oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Can't remember. Anyways, it was something before that point that we got on, but... Um, Reading? No. Yeah, oh. Oh yeah, actually that's it. Is what I wanted to talk about. Um, if I, I'm gonna recommend one book. That was good, man. Uh, so this kind of segues into us doing our own individual episodes. That I want to talk about as well. Um, I will do a, another episode, kind of on like some of my favorite books of the year. That you know, just literally like a short clip of like books that I liked, and hopefully people go and pick them up or inspires them to, to read them. Um, but the best book I read this year, I think, is a few. But the one that I really, really resonated with me is Marcus Aurelius' Meditations. It's um, it's books written like 2,000 years ago. Marcus Aurelius was a Stoic, former emperor of Rome. I believe he was adopted um, and then became the emperor, to, succeeded his father. I don't know the full story, but I found it interesting because when you read Meditations, the prince, they're all like little one-line, they're almost like reading quotes, like one-line segments um, or paragraphs, but they're, they're essentially different principles. And when you read them, like I have read those like self-help books and habit books and all that stuff over the years. I don't read them anymore because I all think they're all fluff now. I, I do really think a lot of them, sorry if you've written one, I think a lot of them are BS after a certain point because a lot of them are recycled on old principles and just tweaked a little bit or reworded. But when you read Marcus Aurelius' Meditations, you you read stuff and you're like, holy shit, this still applies today as it did 2,000 years ago. It is very fascinating. I think it's a very easy read. You don't have to read it linearly. You can read it in different chapters back and forth. You can look to a random page, take a quote, that was my favorite book I read this year because it did teach me a lot about like kind of got my mind into stoicism and how to just like be comfortable in your own head and your thoughts and all these things. I've kind of known the principles of it generally, but it really opened my eyes more to it. So if I can read one, recommend one book that everybody pick up to start the year that I think will really set you up to succeed and give you kind of clarity mentally is Marcus Aurelius Meditations. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. I'll talk. I will do. We'll bring up. We'll talk about more books later. I don't want to keep going on this because it feels like I'm being a little bit. No, no, it's whatever. Um, twenty twenty one. Did I ask you? No, you. We talked about your goals. Yeah, yeah, we talked about mine. So, yeah. I think kinda, point kinda kinda near in that point. So, yeah, twenty twenty one. What do we, what is the pal's got in store, buddy? Well, we've obviously got our trip out west. That'll be very exciting. And we've kind of hinted at it. Did we really tell it? Not sure. Well, anyways, tell we'll them. tell it. So uh, me and Georgie, we're taking the Pals podcast out to the West Coast. We're going to do a trip in Banff and most likely BC, uh, most likely Kelowna. Uh, we're going to do some like ski trips and just record out there, do some fun, exciting um, kind of in live, I guess, podcasts in their, uh, in their resorts, talking about our trips. We've got some athletes, some chefs, influencers, personal trainers, 
more athletes, friends, uh, friends. Yeah, so we got a lot of very fun it's people probably lined some family up. Family at some point again. Well, of course, our mom's still top ten episode. We're gonna have to get them back. Wow. In. When's Mother's Day? That's May, isn't it? May. It's a while away. Yeah, we'll get some time. yeah, maybe we'll get them before then. But yeah, we'll 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 continue to keep providing you guys the same kind of content you've you've seen. Now that we have again sponsors, we can do a little <laughs> bit of bigger and, and more exciting things. Now that we've we've got some reach, uh, so expect more exciting things. And if there's stuff that you want to see from us, let's hear it. Like I've got. You know, I know Kind Magazine wants to do some exciting video stuff with us, so we, we might start doing some more video content and uh, mm -hmm. maybe try some random food places or whatever. If you got some ideas, let us know. We're, yeah. we're two fun guys just trying to have a fun time. That's, that's really it. I, you know, I think that's, some, that's the way to summarize how we are. If people like, some people want to know what we're about. We just, we both, I think, realize that, like, like I've, I've said this actually a couple times now, but, like, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. We've seen that this year do what makes you happy like happy happy have fun you know a lot of times i thought about this the other day and i i believe this a lot people always tell you you know you got to grow up at a certain point you got to like you know be responsible be an adult we just turned 30 when i was 18 i thought 30 was like holy i gotta have married have kids all these things in my head i'm 16 years old like i i if something really makes me happy i'll do it like you know and you know anything anything in life just do what really makes you happy don't listen to other people don't let people tell you don't do it. Like just fucking do what makes you shoot happy. Shoot or shoot, man. Remember that. Shoot or shoot. Um, I think that's it. We're gonna we talked about this as well, but we're gonna start doing some solo episodes. They're gonna be very short for the most part. Like just gonna be filling episodes, twenty minute episodes. Yeah. yeah, could be even like it could be just I have a thought in my head. I'm gonna come on here and put a two minute episode out. Like we're gonna have hopefully not super often, but they're gonna be scattered throughout. You know, one day one of us want to come in and record. We'll put them out, but we do have a quite a long lot of quite a few episodes lined up. Between now and end of February, I think, pretty yep. much, pretty solid. So, yeah, yeah. If you've if you've been a part of this journey, we honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so yep. much. Every download, every subscribe, every listen, every comment, every share, it does mean a lot to us. We do see legit everything, uh, so we really appreciate you taking the time and and supporting us along this journey. And it's been fun. If there's any way that we can help you guys, whether you want us to share something that you guys are doing reach out to us. Uh, we're not hard to find. All of our social media is in the bio, comments, whatever. So reach yep. out to us. We'd love to, to get to meet you. If we don't follow you back on, on the Pals account, let us know. We'll follow you back. And uh, yeah, let's let's take this journey to 100K, to 100 mil, whatever. Actually, that was another goal of mine, 250K this year. That's a good goal. Yeah. it's a, You know what? I like that. It, I did some math and it's, achie it's achievable. For sure. So it's a good one. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's going to be exciting. Um. Also, if you need a good beverage, don't forget to hit the LCBO and pick up a case of Cottage Springs. They come in eight packs. Is it eight packs? Six, yeah, eight, six eight and eight, I think. Yeah, the ones you see eight. right under here in the front of the table in the white. Uh, pick it up at your local LCBO. Beer? No, not beer store. LCBO. 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 Uh, fantastic brand, guys. And it's 2021, right? So you want to be healthy, locale. There you go. Yeah. I think that's, I think it. that's it. Guys, have an amazing 2021. We have some more episodes on the way. We'll be back releasing every Sunday and uh, and Thursday. So that's our schedule. Sorry, or when Mon George gets around yeah, to it. Yeah, Monday, Thursday. <laughs> beginning of the week and end of the week kind of. Yeah. Uh, those are our two. Uh, but yeah, if you've made it this far again, please uh, like, comment, share, all those fun things. And uh, Georgie, it's been a blast, buddy. Brother, all the best 2021. Let's <laughs> fucking hurt yesterday. <laughs> all right, signing off, guys. Cheers. Later. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every high I got alone
no one thing 